Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the treats. Is is this the the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you made it here? We always look forward to that week because it was always intense. You know that we ain't coming back. We got to the man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My 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 favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys and chill, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because you done on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. And we're back in Better Than Ever, a new web interface for the rest of the NBA season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50 that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Chief Concerns. It's called the uh, the Christmas episode. How are you guys doing? All right, all right, good, all right. Good. Christmas, everybody in uh, Yuletide cheer for Christmas. Everybody got your Christmas shoppers and stuff done? There you go. Yeah, you just got a few more things to wrap or uh, put in gift bags. But yeah, I'm, for the most part, done. <laughs> are you That's guys my- gift, gift bag or a wrap guy? Because I'm more of a gift bag. I mean, I can't wrap to save my life, so easier just to Throw a buy a little gift bag and put it in there. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. You got a box for me. You get a box with some tape on it. You good? Hey, believe me, that's that's effort on my part. So enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, my, my girlfriend saw me wrapping something the other day, and uh, she was like, let, "Let me handle that." She, so she wrapped it, and like it looked like it, you know something you pay for, right? And then um, I was like, "Nah, I think I'm just gonna go with the gift bag for the rest of these." So you know, I, I didn't defer to her anymore for the uh, the, the wrapping. <laughs> Y'all don't live together, do you, Marcus? No, we don't, but we're pretty much all uh, always together since COVID all, all the time. So, but um, yeah, so when we, when we got, we got, kind of gathered up all our gifts together. I, she, we were doing the wrapping together and I, you know, she was, I grabbed a, a gift bag and she was like, oh, just get wrapping paper. It's, it's nicer that way. I was like, yeah, sure. So mm-hmm. I tried, tried doing a little thing, a little folds, didn't, didn't know what I was doing. And then um, she was like, well, let me wrap that for you. And then after that, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to stick with the, the gift bags here. It's just easier that way. <laughs> um. But I, I do want to make an announcement. So uh, yesterday on our YouTube channel, we finally got to 1,000 subscribers. Uh, we're, oh, part of, we're part of a, an elite group uh, within the YouTube community. Uh, now we're part of the YouTube partnership program. Um, as any as any channel, once they get the 1K subscribers, that becomes an elite group of uh, YouTube uh, community. So Okay. Good deal. Good deal. I see you, Chief Concerns. Well done, Marcus. Well done, uh, Eric. Congrats, everybody, Jaden. Well done. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's uh, one of those things, you know, I was looking at numbers that not everyone gets to even 100 subscribers when it comes to, uh, to YouTube channels because, you know, it's all about consistency of doing, you know, having an episode every week or how whatever people do with their videos. But, uh, you know, we, we've been we've been pretty consistent every week. Hey, since we kind of lost hey, the show. So big shout out to our to our followers too. big shout out to Cheese Nation. So absolutely. Thank you, guys. 100 percent. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. We'd Bring like to get more people to come on the show. So if you'd like to come on the show, just let us know. Let us know. We'll get you on. Come on, come on! Welcome on in here. Come on in here. Yeah, you know, have a good time. I'm, I'm also struggling today because I got this Invisalign in my mouth. I'm not used to it. Like trying to talk with it. I got <laughs> everything sounds funny. <laughs> well, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't No, nah, neither. I didn't either. You know? Huh? I didn't either. I didn't, I, I couldn't tell. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's it's weird, man. It's it's totally <laughs> weird. So, did you still wear braces before? Oh, is it uh-huh. just new to Invisalign? You just okay, you know. So, because I, I know my daughter, she had a she had braces earlier, uh, you know, in high school, and then later on she ended up getting, you know, like the uh, Invisalign, you know, just kind of like to support it, you know what I mean? Just you know what I mean? 
just to run over. Yeah. Yeah, I had a few friends who had that in, in uh, high school. Um, yeah, but it, it, I wish I had done it when I was playing ball or way before now, but it is what it is. Yeah. And so self care, you know, that, that, that lasts throughout our, our lifetime. So, you know, as long as you're, you're getting, you're getting it done now. Um, okay. So lots to get into this week with uh, our, our chiefs uh, from obviously last week, the recap of that amazing game. Um, and then also all the stuff that's going on this week, uh, just around the NFL, really. I mean, COVID is kind of hitting everybody as a whole right now. Um, but we'll begin with our first concern tonight. So last Thursday, we had our show Wednesday, and then we had a game immediately after that. Um, the guys kind of put together this kind of fourth quarter, like, you know, looking like the old 2019. We had our, we put our 2019 goggles back on. It's the topic we had last week. But guys came back, and it was kind of an instant classic, really, uh, Chiefs uh, overcoming the Chargers in overtime. Uh, but what were your takeaways from uh, last week's game against the Chargers? Uh, well, i tell you what. I, I- Takeaways, um, I think the guys play phenomenal, uh, you know, kind of coming back at the end, uh, staying uh, uh, resilient, you know, especially up there. Uh, and and you've seen a lot of guys just kind of, you know, they, they kind of get in a situation that it was like, okay, now we kind of like in a shootout. What are we going to do? Um, and offensively, man, they end up stepping up toward the fourth quarter of the game. Uh, Defense-wise, man, keeping them – just holding them at bay on the all the fourth, fourth down, you know, going for it. You know, I, I was looking on TV. They was talking about the stats, support it, you know, the the analysis, all those little, you know, you know, all those heads doing all the things, all the thinking, and, you know, look, look that ain't going to work. Sometimes you can't measure the wheel. That's wheel right here in the heart. And then that defense came up, man, and they were stout and they were stellar. And they made the stops where they needed to, man. So hats off to the defense, man. So uh, to me, it looked a lot, like you said, kind of the goggles of 2019. Uh, these guys just kind of putting things together. Didn't really get, you know, out of sorts. Didn't really see a lot of worry. Uh, and it was really promising on, on that part. Um, but to me, I mean, that was kind of the takeaways I see, man. Just, you know, offensively, they did what they needed to do fourth quarter. Uh, Patrick came in. Kelsey, man, making that last play. I mean, he just played. He played lights out, man. I I never seen. I, I was just sitting over talking that on Twitter. I said, man, the, for the guy to catch the football, turn, you know, uh, uh, on a dime, uh, outmaneuver three or four guys, break tackles, and take it to the house, dude. I was like, man, that's 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 phenomenal. I mean, that, that was a heck of a play. And I was just jumping up and down, man. I had people calling me and stuff, man. I was just I was just in the source, man. I was. So it was a good win. It was a great win. <laughs> it was a great win. So that was pretty much my takeaways. E? I hate doing the comparison to basketball, but I always go back to comparing us to Golden State. And, um, you know, it's, it's at times where, like, I can watch Golden State play and you see Steph go, go like, three for 15. And you're like, you know, what the heck is going on? Like, you know, they'll give you wide open shots if you won't make them. And so that's, that's kind of like my take when I, I watch our offense because – we know what our offense is capable of, just like we know what Steph is capable of. We know what Mahomes is capable of. And at times I feel like he gets, I hate to say it, a little full of himself. And, and, and you know, it's like he's trying to do too much and it's almost not enough. So, like, the pass that he shorted through it in the dirt, you know, he, he, he basically said in the, in the post-game interview, you know, it was a horrible throw, you know, on his part. Take credit for it. Love it. Uh, but there's like a lot of throws that he's been not on point with. You know, I, I see at times like when he's missed Kelsey a couple of times in the game. If you immediately see Kelsey's uh, uh, response or body language, he's complaining because he knows he's a better quarterback than that. You know, and to see the things that Kelsey and Tariq Hill have been able to do knowing that they're the main focus of our offense is, is, is it, it makes you feel good about where the team can go as a whole, because even if Patrick is having the struggle, a struggle uh, games where he's struggling, those two guys and pretty much everybody else is part of our team can pretty much pick up the slack. Now, yes, it looks like Patrick threw for 400 yards of which he really did. But Kelsey and Tariq made some phenomenal runs after the catch. Kelsey had two really, really big plays, two big runs. 
And for a big guy to move like that, to be that elusive, and to have that kind of speed to get down the field to, 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 to make the plays that he did <coughs> is absolutely phenomenal. Yes, it does take a quarterback to get you the ball, but to have those guys be able to, to have the playmaking ability that they have, and to, that they show, um, is it, it, amazing. And like I said, it just gives us, well, gives me that much more confidence going into the end of, end of the season. Now, the defense, like Jason said, has been playing phenomenal. For whatever reason, they found their niche. And I have to, right now, you have to take your head off to Ingram uh, for just being that, that, that change of force that we needed on a defense. Um, also, I think I post every single week about Dirty Dan. Dan Sorensen has made a play every single week since this turnaround, since the defense has turned around. And I love to see it happen. You know, Neiman stepped in and played well enough to get to, to help his defense play against uh, play well against a really good Chargers offense. Uh, and I know I also said at times, like, for both of our offenses to be as good as they are, us and the Chargers, there should have been way more points on the board. Um, and neither offense kind of capitalized on that. Um, but the way the defense is playing, and I hope they only get continue to get better, of which they will, uh, when you're missing Chris Jones, the best player in the defense, um, it's just exciting to see how well they ended up and then coming out with the victory. Okay. Now, now I'm going to get into this. Good, good conversation. I love it. All right. So I, when I hear you say that, right, you know, with – Look, I know everybody believes that, that Patrick flies into the stadium with a cape every single day, man. But the man's human. You know he is. He, oh, I know that, JD. I'm not right, right. So, look, he has some bad throws, and I and I've seen some things in there. And you can see, like like you said, visibly, Travis was like, "Look, man, like look, like what are you doing? Like it, you know, it's just a bad ball. Like it's just some bad plays." And so, you know, I was shaking my head through a lot of three quarters. I was like that. I was like, I think everybody was like, "Yo, man, like, this dude." It's all, you know, he's second-guessing. It's just not coming out. Chris, like the one that, you know, like you said, it was a bad throw. He didn't really get his hand on the ball like he wanted to, you know, because the timing is just is so key. Because as soon as uh, 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 Hardman got across, he knows the ball's got to come out right now. And, and then, granted, you know, people know, it, it like, I, with the Chargers, they're a good football team, Right. And it's like I said, it's always hard when you play the guy that's in you know division. Um, and for like I said, the defense for what they was able to do without three starters in, right? Gay Jones and, and Snead out. Uh, you know, it, it was it was tough. But th these guys they held up. But offensively, look, every team's going to have two or three guys that you rely on. You know what I'm saying? This is what they get paid for. We just happen to have two two of the best <laughs> at their positions in the league. We'll shoot three, matter of fact. You know, so we talk about Travis Kelsey, best tight end out there. Tariq Hill, arguably one of the best wide receivers, you know, if not the best, and Patrick Mahomes. And so, you know, the thing is, we got to rely on them guys every single week, right? There ain't no getting past that. But if you look at all the teams, same thing. Brady's going to have, you know, Godwin, Evans, you know, Gronk, you know what I'm saying, that he's going to rely on. Like every team's going to have two or three guys, you know, Green Bay, same thing. So these guys get paid. And, and, and every year, you'll have like those two or three guys as a staple that you look to make the play every single week, week in, week out. I mean, when we play, you know, we have the same thing, E. You know what I'm saying? When we look at it, we know the guys, you know, look, you know, they're going to be some playmakers on offense that's going to make some plays. Priest, Tony, downtown special teams, you know what I'm saying? Eddie and offense, I mean, you know, we got those. Trent, and so we just know that our three amigos, I call them the three amigos up there, we know they're going to put points up. I mean, that's the reason – you know, they lead the league. So Travis is what, six six years straight, six years, a thousand yard receiving yards from a tight end? That's that's man, come on. That's that's crazy. But the thing is, that's what we're paying for, right? I mean, you, you expect him to perform like it every single week. So I, I, I'm asking you, I'm asking you to see, okay? Where what do you grade? Okay, we're grading people. What do you grade? Patch Mahomes' performance last week. What do you give it? I'm just gonna give him a grade. I, I don't. So his his stats don't really live up to his play. I don't think. I mean, Kelsey has 199. Kelsey had two really big runs out of that. Tariq has some big plays out of that too. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I think on the one, if he, if he leads him out more, he's got a touchdown instead of the, you know, the big play he had to make anyway. I agree. So it's not to, I'm not, I don't want to sit here and just say I'm, I'm, I'm knocking Patrick. You know, that's, that's my quarterback. I, I, for me, best quarterback in the league. Okay. I just think yeah. at times when the offense struggles, it, yeah, it's mostly because of him because he's the leader of the, of the offense. You know, at times, like I was telling you, he was leaving the pocket too early. You didn't think he was, of which every other sports program was saying, yeah, we think he's leaving the pocket too early. They and it's probably because they wrong too. They was wrong. Was, JD, you didn't want to say that. He was. At, at that too. point of time, he was. Because the, the old line wasn't really holding up all that well. There you so, go. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Okay, but he's still leaving the pockets early, though. How you going to leave the well, pockets if the line ain't doing the job early? Come on now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> but still, he was at the time he was leaving the pockets too early. You know, so we we just exactly like you said, we've been in these positions before, so we know that, yeah, we're humans. We're not gonna have every play perfect. We're not gonna have every throw, every catch uh perfect. You know, just like when I sit there and I see Steph go three for fifteen, the greatest shooter of all time. Yeah, he's not gonna make every shot. You know, Patrick's not gonna make every throw. I know that's gonna happen. But it's kind of like that's what we kind of expect. You know, I don't expect Steph to go out there and miss 12, 15 shots. You know, but it's good It's good uh, sports commentary later because it's like, okay, he's struggling right now. I'm not saying that Patrick's struggling. It's just Patrick went through a phase of he was not he was not sure of his offensive line because he was having so much heat brought on him by the defensive line. You know, you got a, a, a lot of tip passes that are becoming interceptions and, and stats against you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pieces of the offense just weren't really working or clicking. Uh, you don't really know who your, who your third, you know, fourth receiver is going to be. So, yeah, there was a lot that he had to, you know, figure out. I get that. But I'm just saying, like, my perception of it all was like, yeah, I thought at times, yeah, he was beating the pocket early. At times, he was not making good throws. At times, he was not as precise. Uh, but, again, like you said, yeah, he's, not, he's human. He's going to make mistakes. Uh, no, nobody's perfect. And my thing was just like, I was just pointing it out to where it's like, that's the little struggles that I saw within him. You know, I see Kelsey complaining. I, it was an out route that Kelsey couldn't get to because Patrick threw it way too short. Yeah. yeah. And it was a first down. And yeah. so, you know, and, and I can see that you know, read his lips, read his face. He's complaining about it. That's not the quarterback. That's not who you are. You, you throw better than that. We're better than this. Um, not sure. He, I'm pretty sure he didn't say it that way, but. You can see it, it, the expression in him. I know what Patrick is when Patrick's on his shit. Excuse my language. Mm-hmm. You know, literally to me, from what I've seen, short throws, uh, throws on the run, deep throws, he's, he's one of the best. Uh, I just said for this past game, the stats don't really show how well that he played because Kelsey made 200 yards out of uh, his playmaking ability. Tariq made some great yards from short routes, just you know, outrunning everybody for to uh, and just and cover it. So uh, it doesn't really reflect on how well or how bad that pass was played. Or how, I think people are going to say he threw for 400 yards. He had a great game. I don't really think he had that great of a game because those two were the ones that kind of had the really good games. And yeah, but he's he's the one that's got to get the ball. Okay, and the reason I ask this is because. Look, I'm not saying that he's he's uh, absolved of any type of responsibility or any type of criticism, right? I think you know criticism is due where it's, it's due, and 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 rightly so. It doesn't matter who it is. So if it's Travis, he drops some balls, like like you were saying, like you made a great point. Like if we know that guys are like having tip balls or it's coming off guys' hands, that ain't all Patrick. And so when we seen a lot of these turnovers, right? You know, when we start being so critical, maybe some of his play, like you said, leaving the pocket early. Well, look, I could also do and put in the factor if I'm watching pressure come up the field that he's not comfortable staying in the pocket, right? Somebody who was sitting over, he's your, that's your meal ticket, right? And I'm telling you, like, look, you don't stay in the pocket. If you need to take off running, like I said, he's he's sneaky good, you know, running the football. I mean, he was getting yards with his with his legs. And so I think he was really underrated with that. And that's why, like, I was just pushing back against, like, oh, okay, him running out of pocket early, right? But if he's still trying to get these uh, brand-new line in front of him and all the things he had to deal with the year before was tough. But if I'm looking at, okay, 
Travis has 199. Somebody had to get the ball to him, right? I mean, even in that, in that, in that, at end, Patrick ran for a first down. He ran like 35 yards on in one scramble. And so, you know, yeah, Patrick, I mean, uh, Travis going to have one in nine. But, you know, Tyreek going to have a lot of yards because that's a skill set. And Patrick knows it. But still, it still takes that skill to get the ball to him, right? It still takes his skill. Now, I will agree with you on this, right? The first three quarters probably won his best game by yet. I mean, this was probably one game. Clearly, he just wasn't on at all. I mean, he was just, he was just totally off. Uh, but then when I see, you know, people just kind of being critical, it was just like when I hear all these commentators, oh, they done figured him out, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, man, that, like, who, who doesn't have problems? And if he has 410, and yeah, you know what? Sometimes the stats don't always tell the entire story. I get that. Because, yeah, we, we know at the end, you know, teams might have garbage yards, right? Jared Goff might have a lot of yards because he threw at the end of the game because he had to throw. But him – Fourth quarter overtime is a guy that you need, right? That's the pack that you want. So you know what I'm saying. So to me, like that first three quarters doesn't tell the whole story, but then at the end, it shows this is who this guy is, right? This is the best quarterback in the league. Still making plays, still going to first down, get the ball in the overtime, and you score. So I'm like, you know, we, we got to give him credit too, as far as like you know, getting the ball to him, still sustaining the drive. You know, going there, just going. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's I mean, it's still you know difficulty of doing that. It's still tough, man. So that, that's the only reason, man. I, I just I think sometimes we get lost with the with the criticism of Patrick Mahomes because we hold him at a high standard all the time. Because if you don't throw for 400 something yards a game and have four touchdowns, then it's a bad game for him. And I think you just had to take in all the factors and you know sometimes all the haters, all the ones that are critical of him, I don't think they they uh, they're fair in their analysis of him all the time. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah, I and I, I agree. I think the first three quarters and, and you know just in playing fantasy, if you look at the numbers, yeah, thirteen going to the fourth the fourth quarter of that game, they ended up with a forty three in my in my fantasy league. Um, but yeah, no, I, and I will say a throw he's not getting enough credit for, which I thought was a, simply just an awesome throw, was the two point conversion throw where he rolled right and he's throwing he's throwing the angle route back uh, uh, across his body to um to Hilaire in the in the in the front of the end zone I thought was, that was just a nasty throw um one that didn't didn't get an, I thought it was going to get a lot more uh, cred on uh, on Twitter and on uh, the, the 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 sports shows but yeah the, the fourth quarter and beyond was just uh it, it looked like vintage Patrick the Patrick we've all been waiting for kind of um yeah, uh, but I will. So one more thing on that game. Um, just to, I know, just in hearing uh, former players on different shows talk, always talk about analytics. The analytics coaches kind of making fun of them. Uh, what What were your guys' opinions on uh, the Chargers going for what, at, at six or five or six fourth downs in that game where they could have taken the, the free points? What was your uh, opinion on that? You know, that's 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 their team. You know, they felt like for what they were faced with, they've already got a win on us. So. If you're in that position and you can go up and, and, and get the touchdown, go for the touchdown instead of three. Um, you know, that's that's just a confidence that they have about themselves. I can't be mad at them for doing it. I'm glad they did it. And we ended up coming up with the stocks. Yeah. I, you know what? To me, when first time when you see it that many times, and I know E probably feels this way, you, you turn on the defense. So that's almost disrespectful. I mean, seriously, fourth down, you just, you just think that we those type of guys. And they did. They just thought like, look, you know what? Fourth down, we're going to be able to get it against this team, right? They don't have Chris Jones in. You know, they don't have a gay in. So, yeah, fourth down should be easy for us. Um, but I, I, I will say that. That is a confidence. I take the hat off to the to, to the coach because I heard him say, look, man, this is this is who I believe we got on this side. And uh, and vice versa. If we was going on it with fourth down, I tell you every single time, go for it. All offenses, I don't care who you are, the confidence that you have, you think you can get it on a fourth down. Fourth and one, fourth and inches. Absolutely. Go for it. No doubt about it. So I, I, I don't fault him at all. So let's just have a confidence in his quarterback and the guys around him. But sometimes as a, de- as a defense, I would take it personal. Yeah. I, I also, another thing in watching that game, um, the fourth and one call uh, or the, 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 the ball that he threw in the dirt to uh, Harbin. I feel like it's just one thing since Mahomes got that injury a couple of years ago on Thursday night against Denver, like, are we ever gonna do a QB sneak with him again, or is it just a phobia we had that we we, just, we can't do that anymore? I mean, is that just kind of are we just ruled out of QB sneaks because of that one play he had? Uh, man, I, I don't think you ever rule anything out. I mean, especially like you know something on the line. 
I mean, you have to take it. You can't just just like, well, look, you know, the, bad, the worst thing is going to happen if we stick the ball with him, right? Because one thing happened with him before. I think if, if if you, you know, if you quantify like, hey, you know what, we'll take it, make sure somebody, you know, is, is protecting from the back, not taking no unnecessary hits, like jumping over the pile. Um, I think you practice that thing too, right? Uh, but I think, man, in that in that case, man, you got to try it. I just sometimes, man, I, I have to be honest with you. Um, you know, if you're doing fourth and one, I had to look at the coaches on what their play calling is. Uh, I like I like the the play calling to to Harmon on that fourth fourth and one because it was open. I think the timing was good, but it was something that had to get out of his hands and go right now. But look, you had Burton, you got uh, Hilaire, you got Whip, you got guys. I think you make that one yard. I think you do. But if you had to get into uh, something at the end, Patrick doing a, a quarterback sneak, I think it's absolutely on the table. Yeah, because I I if, I don't know the exact numbers, but I feel like I, I if, if at all we've run one QB sneak since that since that injury. You know what? I was, is that what y'all were just talking about? The quarterback yeah. sneak. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think he's done one since. Yeah, he messaged me up. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, man. I, I just I think if 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 you need inches, shoot, go for it. Shoot, I, I don't think he's more brittle than than Brady. They got Brady doing the fourth, you know what I mean? Shoot, so. Oh, uh, yeah, he's notorious for it, though. But <laughs> when you hurt your your franchise quarterback trying to run a quarterback sneak, which should be the one of the most simple plays you can run, just fall on the big guys. Uh, and you come, out, you come out with an injury like that, yeah, that, that causes panic, man. You don't risk that. I don't even know how he did it. It's crazy. Freak thing, man. That's what I'm saying. You can't like you can't think it's gonna happen all the time. It's one of those freak things, you know. Freak yeah, play. but mentally for him though, it's like you know. Oh, I, I guarantee he's sitting there like, Coach, Coach, I can do it. Go ahead, give me that. I can do another yard, Coach. I can do it. I guarantee he's asking for it. They like, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't care how much you call for it. How many times you ask for it? Look, we'll do the little sneaks and put people in different positions and formations and let them, you know, sneak forward for the tight end or somebody, right? We'll let other people do it, not you. So, <laughs> it's, uh, People are always wondering what the biggest knock of Patrick Mahomes is, you know, m- maybe the ability to not run QB sneak. Maybe that, that's his only knock that he has. <laughs> um, okay, so our next concern, uh, moving to this week, obviously uh, COVID, how that's impacted so many teams uh, throughout the, uh, the season already within the last week, uh, so much so that we had to move – Three games to uh, Monday and Tuesday, uh, the Browns-Raiders game, the Eagles-Redskins, or Eagles-Washington football team, and then the Rams and Seahawks game. Uh, something the NFL said they were not going to do, but and this is the, my, my, going to my question right now. Chiefs have uh, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Chris Jones, Traverius Ward, Nick Bolton, and Harrison Butker in the protocol. Uh, just today, uh, Willie Gay and Josh Gordon came back from uh, being in the protocol. Um as of right now, the only person who's been ruled out for Sunday is Harrison Butker because he's not vaccinated. Um, but everybody else is still in play because they have been vaccinated with the new protocols. Um, as long as you're asymptomatic, um, you can you, you can be you can play uh, being uh, positive. Um, as far as I know, you can be, you can play uh, being positive. So Butker's a valuable weapon for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they 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 signed a one a kicker out practice squad, right? So you know it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. But yeah. you tell me that, you, that guys can still be positive, right? So you, you even if you test and you test positive, if you're asymptomatic, still test positive, you can still play. Is that what you're saying? Is that what I'm understanding correctly? That, 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 that's, that, that's as far as I've under, I understood, because uh, with the Seahawks, uh, Alex Collins and Lockett were both had both had COVID, and they both asked him right before the game, are you guys good to go? They just said they, they weren't feeling well still, even though, you know, and, and that, that just comes as – more of an honor system kind of thing. Um, okay, so, so my question is, obviously, uh, we could talk about the the, pro- the new protocol that the NFL is doing to try to help guys get, get in the field. But do you think this game should be postponed given the amount of guys and the guys who are still in protocol for the Chiefs? And plus, the Steelers have three guys in the protocol right now, uh, Devin Bush being the headline name of the, uh, the, the three guys in the Steelers. Um, who have COVID, but do you guys think the game should be postponed from uh, to Monday or Tuesday night, just given the amount of guys that the, the Chiefs have in the protocol right now? Cleveland just played what Monday, Monday, yep, and they're gonna play again Saturday. 
Yep, they, they were supposed to have a game Saturday. The game got moved to Monday to give them two extra days uh, to get us uh, guys back. So are they still playing this Saturday? As far as I'm aware, yeah, they're still playing Saturday. That's tough. <laughs> you know, and, and I'd hate to have my team, you know, play Monday, Tuesday, and then come right back and play on Saturday, you know. It's a sport that we've been playing since we were kids. But when you're playing it at, at that level, man, like, that takes a toll on your body. You know, you need those days to heal. You need those days to recover. And when you don't get those kind of days in between, like, yeah, mentally it bothers you, physically it bothers you. Um, as much as guys can say, like, they're, they're prepared or ready for it, I know for me, somebody, you know, and the amount of running I have to do as a corner, like, that's tough to go from a Monday night to a Saturday night game. You know, whether if, if you either don't get the reps in for practice or you don't get the recovery time in, in the week, like, I don't know if I'd be prepared to do it uh, just now to look back on it, but being in the in, in, in season or in, in the game and you ask me to do it, I probably would say, yes, I'm ready. I can do it. But just to look back on it right now, I'd be like, definitely. No, I, I don't think I can do that. I can handle it. Um, but <laughs> using your own mind for your body you got now, you know, this. exactly. <laughs> 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 that's where I'm at now. So, but <laughs> to ask for the team, like for for safety protocols, I'm if it works, then yeah. I mean, because do you want to cancel the game and miss out, or or just postpone it and, and move it to the week or to give the guys a, a chance to play that are in the protocol? Um, if if it helps the teams to move it forward. And as a unanimous decision, I go for it. But if it's not, <clears throat> then the players are obviously going to do what's best for themselves. So, man, look, it's, this thing—you're saying that, that people can still be positive and still play—and to me, I, I think that's a mistake. For one, uh, because even if you're asymptomatic, you can still spread it. Um, and so, my thing is this: if I think guys. You, you could move it. I don't really, to, to be honest with you, I think Cleveland had a difference because they had like 20 guys that might have been out, you know, as far as like, you know, dealing with them. So they, they didn't have a quarterback. There was a lot of things. They just, I, I don't think they had enough people on the roster at that moment. So I think that's why they was, they was able to move it back and move it around just because of, of their situation was at, was where it was at. Um, we got a number of guys. I think we had two guys that came back. And I think right now with the, the, the five-day period, if guys are vaccinated, still have that shot to still be able to play, even asymptomatic and still maybe test negative before the game. And look, look, we know this. Look, there's things you can do during the week as far as tapering off. We, we, could, we could definitely uh, recover from a game that we played on Monday and then playing on Saturday. Yeah, we know we can. You know I mean? I mean, it's football. Like you said, we've been playing this our, our whole life. And so all you had to do was just taper down what you was going to do all week, right? So you just and, – and I look at it like this. Most, at least offensively, and probably defensively too, most plays that you're running, you've run all during the season. You've done it all off season, and it's nothing new. So it's just new formation, uh, maybe some motion that you had to do differently. But every play, you're just calling things to get to where you want to get to. Like if you want to call a screen to the fullback, you can still call that play – you just have to make the motion, everything, get to where he's at. So it's, it's not really a different – a lot of things just repetitive anyway. Uh, so I think you could, you could recover in those, those days. Uh, now, my problem is this, because it's all about money. And the NFL, we know, is just – it's a business. And these jokers ain't going to miss out on that money at all, at all. And they hated moving those games, but they felt like it was necessary. It just felt like it was weird. So them had to change everything around. And then maybe somebody said, just move the whole week back. I'm just like, man, it, that ain't going to work. You, you can't do that either. You know, so I think you, you still go ahead and play the game. Uh, you play with what you got. You know, I look at it like this. It's a challenge for guys to step up who may not get the, the, the opportunity to, to play. And so if you're talking about Kelsey and Hill still out, look, let these two guys, if they need a rest, let them get a rest. I want to see what, you know, Harmon can do. I want to see what Robinson can do. I want to see what Pringle can do. You know, I want to see what these guys, Josh, can do. And so now I want to see what these guys all around Patrick can do, right? We talked about Patrick. 
hey, is he an elite quarterback? Can he get the ball to these guys? I just want to see that part of it. So, uh, man, if you without uh, Kelsey and Hill, fine. Take it as a challenge and roll with it. That's how I feel about it. So uh, I'm not going to complain as far as either way. But if we was in a situation with the Browns and having like 20 yards out, that would be a different story. But, if, you know, if the number we got right now and we can still be good, I think <laughs> we got to roll the dice, man. Just go with it. Yeah, I think I think we're at uh, a ten right now. I believe we're at ten guys right now. I think I think five of which are starters. So <laughs> I told him, man, you had to go how you did in high school, go both ways. Shoot, we we went both ways in high school. Sometimes you had to do that. <laughs> no, shoot, put put Harmon back there at DB. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I, I think Julian Edelman had to play uh, safety for a little bit. Uh, one of his first years in the league, that they, they put him in uh, at safety with the Patriots. Oh, they yeah, they put him in a nickel. Nickel. That's right. That's right. You ever play in the offense? Yeah. What 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 position you play on offense? Wide out and running back. <laughs> wide out. You, you, you was in a three point stance and wide out then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, oh my man, Urban Fryer in them days. <laughs> <laughs> I seen uh, what's the name of in the three point stance? I watched the uh, San Francisco game. Uh, uh, what's his name? Carter. Who, who was opposite Jerry Rice? Uh, dang, uh, Jonathan, something, and I see this suck in the three point stands. I'm like, oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, yeah, was you good though? Could you catch it? Well, you know, they always say, man, uh, guys that play wide receiver they play DB now because they couldn't catch. So, so what was it? He, you know, <laughs> you had a lot of uh, interceptions, though. You had you know, what? I don't know, I just, I, I. I was more of a deep ball threat. You know, they throw it up. I just go up and grab it over guys. Okay. I can see I that. I can run no really good routes. But, I mean, I, I can I can go. I can get it deep, though. You get it. Okay. Okay. Take the top off the defense. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, you did a lot of interceptions, so I'm sure your hands were were money. I mean, I'm sure the, the hands I mean, were. I, didn't, I wasn't. I didn't have bricks for hands, so that's the thing. Like, I could right. catch most things coming my way. Uh, the thing what he does was that he was just taking some chances and looking back at, on plays where he probably shouldn't have. So, <laughs> um, you know, it happens. Was, was you on the hands team? Yep. Okay. Oh, well, Sue, you solid then. You solid. You on the hands team, your your hands are official. All right? That, that, that is. Okay? That, yep. That's the indicator. If you, if you got Matter of fact, I was on both. I was on the kickoff, uh, the onside kick. Right. And I was on the uh, – Hands seem to receive. Now, was you all the way in the back, or was you was you on the front? Line? Me and Tony on the same side. They had me and really? Tony right there. Yep. Really? Okay. Tony. I see you. Shoot, official here. Good hands. Yes, hand. sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, hey, I'll never question your hands again. Me. Never question. Your hands. <laughs> um. Uh, so, uh, so this week, uh, we guys, you guys kind of alluded to, uh, or he alluded to, uh, Melvin Ingram uh, kind of coming in, and really, and really kind of turning the defense around. Um, obviously, this week we're going up against going up against the Steelers. So last week he went against his old team, the Chargers, and now this week he's going against the Steelers, who just traded him a couple weeks ago. Um, so obviously, what are the takeaways going against uh, the Steelers? And also, I don't know, if this is something that um, would kind of get to a player or whatnot, but uh, at a presser this week, they asked Mike Tomlin uh, if he regrets trading uh, Melvin Ingram, and his response is, to be quite frank, he didn't want to be here, so we traded him. Um, you know, some players don't fit, man. That's that's it. You know, as good as – Mike Tomlin, I, I, I consider a top five, maybe top three coach in this league. Absolutely. Um, for what Ben has done, he's, a, he's a, easily a top ten quarterback. Um. You know, he's just right now at the end of his career. I think he just said it's, it's probably his farewell season. So, uh, but you can never sleep on those two guys there. And they they pulled out some wins against some pretty good teams this year. And for whatever reason it was, it wasn't a good fit for Melvin Ingram. You know, you, you have those situations where you can bring a good player into a team that's good, and it just doesn't work. It just doesn't fit. And that seems to be the, uh, the, the, the issue. That, that Ingram had with, with Pittsburgh. And I can't see there being any bad blood. You know, he wasn't there long enough. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure he has a lot of respect for the, the, the Steelers organization and Mike Tomlin. Uh, but, yeah, he's with the Chiefs now, and things are working for him. And they're working really good for him. So, 
uh, yeah, he's got something to prove. He's been having something to prove since he was released by the Chargers. So, um, and I like the attitude that he's bringing to every game. So, I'm excited to see him play each and every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You know, like like you said, man. I don't think it's going to be any bad blood, but still, any team that release you, I mean, you still want to. I want Ingram get hit everybody he thought did him dirty. If he can slide over, hit Tomlin with a, a good uppercut, give him one, too, on the side. Just give him a little elbow on the way over. You know, then pick him up. Hey, coach, I appreciate it. I'm over here with them, right? Dude, you know how they whole season's going. But, you know, they got they had some young blood on the side. So that that was why he couldn't really get the fit in there. I mean, really. And so um, the, the, the keys to stopping this team is, one, stop Najee Harris, okay? You got to stop Najee. You stop and run a game with him, you know, then it's going to be a long game for them because them put in Ben's hand. Ben can't move around like he used to. Put some pressure on him. Bring pressure. Uh, stop the receivers. Got some receivers over there that, that that's young. Can catch the football. Do a pretty good job. Tight end, too. It's pretty decent. Uh, but I think, you know, if you put pressure on Ben, that's going to be it. Najee, too. I think we got a good secondary that's going to be able to, you know, uh, match up well against uh, their offense. Uh, defensively, T.J. Watt, right? He, he, he's, he's a problem. He's a problem over there. And so dealing with him, you got to get your hands on it. You got to do something to get the ball out quick. Uh, don't let Patrick sit back there and start, you know, patting the ball and stuff like that. Look, E, <laughs> we need to take off, take off. Protect their football if you take off running. You know, so he, he's having a, an absolute uh, incredible year uh, with his play. Yeah, right. and he hasn't even played every game. Dude's been hurting still. Man, man. He's been he's, a monster out there. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. And that's why that's, that's why Ingram's over where he's with us, you know, because of that dude. So um, I, I think, man, you, you you do that. That's the keys to the victory against them guys. Uh, and even if we don't have the full team, that you know, Kelsey and all those guys and stuff like that, I still think we got enough to beat them, you know, beat these dudes. Really, I, I just think Pittsburgh ain't just who, who they used to be. They're just not. They're not the same team. And they're going to do a lot of bumps and bruises this season. Like you said, Ben, to me, I think, man, he's pretty much checked out. Every time you see him on the sideline, he, he looks disinterested. And like, man, when is this thing going to be over? He's looking over. He's like, okay, it's game 14, 15. Like, let's get this thing popping. You know, let me go way with the crowd to get up out of here and go get me a plus job on, you know, I don't know, ESPN or something. So, you know, or maybe go eat some donuts. But, yeah, I, I, I think we'll get them. We'll get them. Um, and I know on the show you've made some great predictions uh, as, as far as Josh Gordon goes. Let's say Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill don't, don't play this weekend. Do you see Josh Gordon as the uh, the main target getter in the offense? Look, I, I was thinking about this. If you get Noah Gray coming in, to catch, give him about four or five looks. Uh, give Josh a few looks. Uh, you still got, you know, he was talking about our, our, our running backs are probably the third best receivers on the, on the on the team so you get them a ball too i think we got enough firepower to get it done I, you know josh is coming off covid protocol even if he gets three i think if pat peppers the ball around a little bit this is going to be um an indication about what you got and, and truly you know what's the indication of and people don't really talk about it but it's more the play calling okay it's going to be the play calling for me it's going to be the coaches with the enemy and 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 read putting something together uh, for the Steelers uh, and see what they're going to do. And I'll, I'll just say this. I think they did a good job the very first being creative, the first drive. And after that, it all stalled. It didn't look, it didn't look like it was crisp after that moment. I'm just like, yo, what's, what's going on? So, you know, we saw about Patrick. The, the play call didn't look crisp either. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe he got a different uh, analysis. But, man, I, I, I just didn't like the play call and, in between some of that stuff too. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be on the coaches too to, to call a great game. We think, do you like some of the play calling? Do you see some of the plays? What, what do you think offensively? You know what I'm saying? I mean, if it works, then we're not saying anything. But if, if it doesn't work, you know, we question it. Like, like, why are we running the ball now? Why are we throwing the ball now? Why are we running swing plays? Why are we doing this? So when it works, we don't, we don't, we don't have those issues of, or complaints. Uh, but when it's not, you know, we think that we need a, uh, a, a, a headphone and a <laughs> and a clipboard. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's not how it works. So, I don't know, man. I just 
we I think we know what we're capable of as a team, especially on offense. Like we we come up with some most some of the most creative plays, some things I've never seen done on the football field. It's kind of like the stuff that you see in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And when it works, you know, you're all excited and happy about it. And then when it doesn't work, you know, we complain about it. Uh, so uh, I think we have two masterminds with, with Reed and, and, and Bianami that can, you know, keep things exciting for the team. So uh, I think it's going to come down to which defense is playing the best because Tom is always going to have a good defense. And, you know, right now I think our defense is playing well enough to compete against any team. So um, whoever has the less mistakes. Yeah. Um, all right. And that kind of great segue into uh, our, pred- our predictions for week 16. Uh, so week 16, Kansas City will host the Pittsburgh Steelers for a 425 kickoff on CBS. That's as of right now, in case it doesn't get postponed. But um, the Chiefs are currently a seven and a half point favorite at home this week. And it's still this, even despite all the guys being out. Um, so what are your score predictions and who do you guys have for Sunday? And I really want to say 28, 25, but that's, you know, Saying, you know, that Dan's going to come in and, um, you know, he'll give up a few sacks. He'll probably throw up uh, an interception or two. Uh, but he's going to make some Ben Roethlisberger's plays, you know. Uh, but the way our defense is playing, I want to say it's going to be 21-17. I mean, 28-17. Um, if, they, if these guys continue playing the way that they've been playing, and I hope we get Chris Jones back, uh, but we're still – we're going to be missing uh, – I think we're missing Ward. Um, yeah, Ward. Not 100% sure if Snead is back yet. Uh, and I don't know who else is missing on uh, uh, Gay. Holden Jones and Ward are the only three uh, in protocol right now. Gay just cleared today. Gotcha. Fenton, too, right? Fenton. And who's, yeah, who else? Fenton Fen as well, yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'll just stay with 28 17, then. Leave it at that. Okay. Uh, you know, I think defensively, he's got a great point. Uh, I think we hold we hold them to 14 points. I don't think we score a lot of points. I think we'll hold them 14 points. Uh, but on the other side, I think we'll score with – we have our two weapons out. Uh, we'll still put up 24. So I'm going to say 24-14. That's what I'm looking at right now. Okay. Um, you know, Buckman being out, so new guy coming in, might have a little shakes, <laughs> a little nervous, right? He's he going to get one in. I think he'll get one. Uh and, and he'll shake another one. I hope he doesn't, but he he, he might. So hope he shakes McGee. But I'm, I'm looking at 24 right now, 24 uh, 14. Yeah, and the uh, the Vegas has a total points for this game at 44, which is I think one of our lowest of the season. And I think that's probably because they think uh, Kelsey and Hill may be out of this one. So that would definitely play a part of the uh, total points in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Say goodbye to dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price. $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but just are grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones in blush pink and beautiful blue, as well as classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift that they'll never want to take off, priced so they won't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds, never a dull moment. Okay, so last uh, question before we go. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we did this for Thanksgiving, but uh, this slightly different question. Now, and I, and I kind of alluded to it that day, but... Do you guys differ at all on like the main course meals from Thanksgiving to Christmas in in, in your homes, or do you guys kind of go same kind of uh, same kind of main course meals for? Um... It's almost the same, huh? I mean, like I think for my my household is it's, it's pretty close to being the same. Um, yeah. But we obviously know that Thanksgiving turkeys being the main dish on the table, uh, stuffing, dressing, whatever you want to call it, to, to go along with everything else. Uh, Christmas. And you're pretty much going to have everything that you have for Thanksgiving, uh, minus turkey being the main dish. Right, right. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And a a substitutes ham, ham over turkey. Is that, is that what the... Uh... We ain't going to have no ham over here at the, at the crib. No ham. I, 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 I never really been a big ham eater. So we'll do a little turkey, you know, a little chicken, maybe some uh, some some beef, 
uh, yeah, I might I might cook some little wild game, man. Put some put some some buffalo and stuff on. I made some buffalo burgers the other day, man. Scrumptious, <laughs> scrumptious. So we'll, we'll we'll switch it up, man. But we'll have a lot more, uh, you know, like the uh, the uh, Christmas cookies and all those little goodies around. It'll be a whole lot more of those, you know, just sitting around the house. A lot more fruit and stuff. That was like one of our things, man. We used to always get like uh, uh, this tons of fruit for Christmas. Just you know. No nutcrackers, you know, nuts all over the place. So that'd be it. But it'd be good. It'd be a nice little Christmas, man. So I hope y'all have a wonderful Christmas. You know what I mean? So uh, to all our fans and whatnot, uh, have a Merry Christmas, a blessed Christmas. Let's not forget what Christmas is all about. Not just the presents, right? But the present for uh, the entire, uh, 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 entire world. So that's why I look at it. And let's give. They always look to receive. Give. I told them, I said, look, man, I'm one of those things. I tell my kids, but don't always expect presents. There's people, look, we've been immensely blessed. Let's help other people out. Give some food and stuff out. Give some clothes, whatever we need to do. Uh, think about them. So Merry Christmas to Chiefs. Chiefs Concern. Chiefs Kingdom and all that, too. Merry sure. Christmas, Marcus. Merry Christmas, E. Christmas, fellas. Yes, Appreciate you, man. Merry Christmas to you, too. Right. Hope y'all don't get no yeah, call in your place. What's that? I said you guys continue to be blessed. Thank Beautiful, you, my brother. Buddy. All right, guys. Well, that does it for us. Thanks for tuning in Chief Concerns presented by Bet Online. We hope everyone in, uh, in Chiefs Kingdom and our Chiefs Concern followers have a very Merry Christmas. And you guys, love you, fellas. Love you, too. Love you, guys. Have a good one. Jeff's nuts roasting on an open bar. Oh Lord. Jack Frost nibbling at your <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.